Hi everyone and welcome back to The Spectrum Reality. In my last episode, I talked about stimming, sensory and stigmas. In this episode, I will discuss family life when living with a child on the spectrum. I will talk about family life in the home, siblings and autism, the challenges we face as a family, how it has affected our extended family and what has made us become closer as a family. Like any family, you have waves where there are times that are difficult and times that are joyful. So let's get started. Whenever I start a new podcast, I always try to think about what I want to say. Then the first thing that pops into my head is the words, just start at the beginning. So that's where I will start today. When Amelia was born, it was such a blessing. All of us had been wanting another addition to our family for a long time. My husband and I struggled to conceive for the second time. So when it finally happened, we were ecstatic. My eldest daughter was so happy to finally have a little sister. Amelia was a healthy, happy baby. When we began to see the signs of autism, I won't lie, it did change our way of life as a family. And in the beginning, like any change, it was difficult. I have read many articles about the way parents have felt when their child was diagnosed with autism. And I have to agree, it did feel like there was a grieving process that happened. Because the life that you have envisioned for your child has changed and their future has become very uncertain. And if I'm being really honest, it was so scary to think about what the future held for Amelia. And at the time when Amelia was diagnosed, the reason that we felt so scared of her future was because there was still a lot of stigmas surrounding autism. And if we go back another 20 years or so, I know of some parents who felt like it was receiving a death sentence because they were basically told their child had no future. Thankfully, our views and education around autism have changed for the better and there is a brighter future that is possible for children on the spectrum. When the diagnosis happened, we as a family needed to adapt and take a new path in life. And as you are going through this process of firstly just trying to understand what is happening to your child, life at home can be challenging and stressful. I remember when Amelia was being diagnosed, my attention and focus was on Amelia. But at the same time, I needed to make sure that my eldest daughter was still getting the attention that she needed. And at the time, it was really difficult to juggle both. That's something that I still struggle with to this day. But I do try and make an effort and I often wonder if it is enough. My eldest daughter was still in primary school at the time and was preparing to go into high school, which for most children can be a very scary time, particularly if you're not going to the same school as your friends. So I needed to be there for her to help her get through that transition in her life. When you have a child with autism, you can kind of get consumed with all that comes with it. As I've said before, it is important to seek as much therapy as possible to help your child live the best life that they can live. But in saying that, it can take up a lot of your time moving from appointment to appointment, speaking to specialist after specialist. And in my situation, a decision was made between my husband and myself that I would step back from work and become a full-time carer for Amelia. This brought not only financial stress, but also my time and attention was dedicated to Amelia's therapy routine. And at times I felt I may have been neglecting other members of my family. For this part of the podcast, I want to talk about autism and siblings. In my eldest daughter's case, when there were difficult times with Amelia, I know it affected her greatly. I remember when Amelia had just been diagnosed and we were going through a really difficult time with her meltdowns and emotional outbursts. This was hard for my eldest daughter as it was quite stressful for her to see and hear what was happening around her and particularly because she wouldn't know what to do in those situations and at times I think she felt quite helpless and the sad truth is it brought on some anxiety for her. 
Although I knew and my husband knew that these emotional meltdowns were something that Amelia couldn't control, it was hard for my eldest daughter to understand for she was still just a child herself. And in those moments, it was hard for me to help my eldest daughter through it because I was focusing on helping Amelia with her meltdowns. I remember speaking to a therapist about the situation and asking what can my eldest daughter do when Amelia has meltdowns and the advice that was given which I believed helped my eldest daughter get through those times was to have her own safe space, a place that she could go to and be surrounded by things that comforted her and where she could go to just calm down and feel at ease. That was really helpful for me to understand that it's not only children on the spectrum that need a safe space to go to in times of stress and anxiety, but also their siblings need their own space to do the same thing. And these safe spaces, they need to be filled with items such as toys, books, games and cushions that are just for them and only them. Because in a lot of cases, ASD children can be quite destructive of siblings' belongings and therefore they need to have their own belongings without the fear of it being destroyed. For my eldest daughter, there was two places she could go to. One was her bedroom where she could close the door and be by herself. The other was a rumpus room which we had in a separate part of the house. And I remember saying to her that when Amelia has a meltdown or even if she's just upset and just needs some time out, then she can go to her safe space and be in there for as long as she needs. Another message that I found really valuable was it was important to be open and honest and talk to my eldest daughter about Amelia and why she behaves and reacts in certain ways and that it's okay for my eldest daughter to feel the way that she feels in these situations. After reading into the effects autism has on siblings, I found articles that emphasize on that importance of being open and honest about autism with siblings, which is something we did with our eldest daughter very early on. Not only did it help her her understand Amelia better, but it gave her a sense of compassion towards Amelia. I remember my daughter saying to me she felt as if Amelia got away with being naughty more than she did and to her it felt unfair and for a child with a sibling on the spectrum I could see that's how it would come across. I was glad she was open and honest with me and I wanted to make sure she wasn't afraid to express how she was truly feeling. I reassured her that she wouldn't get in trouble and that it was important she felt like she was being heard. Another valuable piece of advice that was given to me was to not push it on our eldest daughter to allow her the time and space of wanting to know about autism when she felt ready and to let her know that it is not her responsibility to look after Amelia. That is the responsibility of me and my husband. Another way that we helped our eldest daughter through these challenging times was allowing her to have, for a better word, some respite. And we did this by giving her time away from home when she would either have a week or two away with one of her grandparents during the school holidays. It gave her time to just have fun and relax and to not worry about what was happening at home. It was great for her to be able to do the things she wouldn't normally be able to do at home with Amelia, particularly things like going to the movies or theme parks or to the shops or even just to the parks, because usually these kind of places would cause a lot of anxiety and be very overwhelming for Amelia, so we wouldn't be able to go. And she did this all the way through her early childhood and teen years, and I think it helped her a lot. As Amelia has grown, so too has her personality and verbalization. And at the moment, we're going through a stage where she's been very loud and particularly loud around our eldest daughter. 
to the point where Amelia will burst into our eldest daughter's room and seek attention by yelling in her ears. And at times my eldest daughter finds this behavior overwhelming and distracting, particularly if she's on her phone or computer or trying to do schoolwork. And again, I know it's perfectly normal for my daughter to react that way and become frustrated. Her instant reaction is usually to get angry and upset, which is perfectly normal for a sibling to react that way, especially if one of them is bothering the other. This is when we need to turn to therapy again and try and help Amelia understand what is appropriate behavior and what is not. We also have to try and remind our eldest daughter to understand that Amelia can't control such behavior and to try and react differently instead of being angry or upset with Amelia. And if it gets to the point where she just can't take it anymore, then we remind her to go to her safe space where she can just close the door in her room and be by herself. In saying that, this doesn't always work and Amelia will continue to barge into her sister's room. This is something we have to continue to work on. But as always, we work with therapists and continue to try and have that open, honest relationship with our eldest daughter. The next part of the podcast, I want to talk about how living with a child who has autism has affected my husband and myself. For my husband and myself, it has been a stressful road, but also a rewarding one and one that has affected us in many ways. At first, it was scary because of our lack of understanding and knowledge about autism. It's like that feeling when you are a new parent and you have no idea what you're doing and everything is new and different. But after some time, you begin to learn from experience, from listening to others who have been through it or who are going through it themselves, from reading information and seeking help from professionals. And as a parent, you keep learning through all the stages of your child's life. With autism, there are many areas of learning and understanding. And my husband and I have made a priority to learn as much as we can, not only to help Amelia, but to help ourselves. In saying that, it can be very tiring and stressful because we still have to maintain our life with things like work and bills and school and house and car, etc., etc. The list goes on. And it's also emotionally stressful. And I've used this word many times before. It can be draining, emotionally and physically draining. We love Amelia so much. She brings so much joy into our lives, but at times it's emotionally draining. And for me, it has brought on my own anxiety and depression. My husband has also faced moments of anxiety and we have both sought help from therapists at times when we've needed to. I find it's just as important to look after yourself when you have a child on the spectrum. It is my job to try and be the best parent and carer for my children. Therefore, I need to ensure that my mental and emotional health is important too. The message that has been given to me many times from professionals is that we as parents need to look after ourselves just as much as our children. And that's a hard thing to try and achieve because I know like many other parents, we tend to put ourselves last. Over the years, I've dealt with anxiety, which stems from many places such as fear, grief, uncertainty, insecurity, stress and exhaustion. One thing I remember a therapist saying to me was wanting to better yourself and seeking help isn't a sign of weakness or that you're not a good parent. It's the opposite. It takes courage and it makes you a braver person. Therapy has helped me through difficult times. And all that I've learned from therapy, I still turn to when I feel anxious and depressed. The other very important advice that has helped me is to find ways to focus on some me time. Time I dedicate to myself, an outlet or something that I enjoy. And for parents with a child on the spectrum, it is important to have time for yourself to re-energize and rejuvenate. As I've mentioned before about the importance of my eldest daughter having respite, it is also important for parents to have respite as well. 
And in some cases, you may even be able to access some respite support from the government or your NDIS funding. My type of respite is in the form of meeting a good friend of mine who has a child with ASD for a morning walk along the waterfront and we have breakfast. And for three to five hours, we talk and laugh and sometimes even cry about everything and anything we want to talk about. And we do this regularly for once a month. It's time that I have to myself, which is really important because I've come to realize that over the years, if I'm happy and in a good place, so is my family. The other outlet for me is starting this podcast. And I guess you could say it's been therapeutic to go through the journey again from the beginning to now. Sharing my story and Amelia's story has given me a sense of purpose. And it's something that belongs to me, which I have created and feel really proud about. For my husband, he enjoys computers, anything to do with computers, pulling them apart, putting them back together, building computers, reading about new computer technology, playing games, and the list goes on. That is his outlet and time where he can focus on what he enjoys. This is time he spends by himself, sometimes in the garage and sometimes at night after Amelia goes to bed. And as always, I like to research articles and look on websites and talk to people who are going through the same experiences as I am to get that advice. I've come across many websites that help parents and carers who have a child with a disability, websites that have links to forums where you can reach out to the community, speak to other parents going through the same experiences, find community support groups that meet once a week. And I've also come across websites that can help you and give you suggestions on seeking different types of respite. Two in particular I've mentioned before is Autism Awareness Australia and Raising Children Network. They have many suggestions suggestions that help parents understand the importance of looking after yourself. Suggestions such as all that I've mentioned before and they can even help you with your own therapy plan. Most of the websites that I've come across like the ones I've just mentioned share the same important message which is to be a united family, to help each other through the journey and to seek help and support when you need it. The next part of the podcast, I want to talk about how a child on the spectrum can not only change the dynamic of your immediate family, but also your extended family. Family members such as grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, distant relatives, and even close family friends. In my case, my extended family is very close and we're very social and we often get together and spend a lot of time together. Before Amelia was diagnosed, it was difficult for family members to understand Amelia's behaviours. And this was a difficult time for it affected our social outings and our get-togethers with our family. For most of the time, the situation would become overwhelming for Amelia and she would have a meltdown and our time with our family would be cut short as we would have to leave and go home. Amelia also suffers from extreme separation anxiety. This has also affected our family as Amelia dislikes anyone speaking to her or getting close to her. And if anyone tried to hug or kiss her or just try and be social with her, it was really difficult for Amelia and she would often seek a safe space and stay there for the entire time we were with our family. And as I mentioned before in other podcasts, due to her separation anxiety, family members were never able to babysit for us, which made it difficult for our family to try and get closer to Amelia. As Amelia has gotten older, she has become somewhat better at being around family, but she has her selective few that she feels comfortable with. For some members of the family, this can be hard for them to accept, particularly for grandparents who want to naturally be that nurturing and hands-on grandparent. 
Many times I have tried to reassure them that it's not personal or anything that they have done. It's just Amelia and that they need to be around her on her terms and what is comfortable for her. From speaking to other parents with children on the spectrum, some found their extended family weren't very understanding or supportive towards them, especially in the beginning. And in some situations, they even found it very difficult to speak to family members about ASD because of cultural background or even just their upbringing. And again, I think this comes from a lack of understanding about ASD because to them, it may be something they've never experienced or even heard of. I think in the beginning, it was hard for my extended family to truly understand what we were going through with Amelia. But as time went on and the fact that we have been very open about Amelia, most of our family members came to understand and accept her. In saying that, I still find it difficult to talk about some situations with family members because unless you are experiencing autism spectrum disorder firsthand day in, day out, it's hard to understand what you're going through. And that's nobody's fault. It's just the situation we are in. There were times I felt I needed to justify or explain myself about decisions we made as a family to help support Amelia. Decisions like stepping back from work or focusing on her anxiety issues rather than going to school five days a week. Even though this may be coming from a place of care and concern, I found what I needed most from family is just for them to be supportive. It may take family members some time to understand ASD, but I found in most cases they can be very supportive. Being open about ASD can help family members understand what you are facing day in and day out. And I also found that it's okay to reach out to family for help when I needed it and to make sure that I surround myself with those who will be supportive of me and Amelia. In our house, living with a child on the spectrum, there is not a day that doesn't go by where there is times of stress and emotional meltdowns, frustration and exhaustion, feeling overwhelmed. And that's not just Amelia's experience, but all of us living with autism. But there is also not a day that doesn't go by where Amelia doesn't make us laugh and is just a joy to be around. From the time of diagnosis, we made a decision as a family to do this together and to try and support one another because we knew it was going to be hard. We are definitely not perfect, but what family is? And there are moments that are really tough to get through. We all play our role in the family and in many ways it has brought us closer together. Thank you for listening to me and sharing this journey with me. Please join me for the next episode as I talk about how small steps can lead to big achievements for children with ASD. See you next time.